This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the Ops Authority Podcast. We are going to be talking about something that I want to stretch you on today. We're going to be talking about what it takes to be a project manager and are you a project manager and just not using that title today. I see this over and over in the service provider space. And so I just want to talk through some of these things and create the conversation so that you can then just sit on it and think about should you up level the title that you are using and call yourself a project manager if indeed that is who you really are and that's the skill set and the title that align with you most. Speaking of project management, before we get too far into this, I want to invite you to our Scope Creep solution, which is going to be taking place at the end of March. Make sure to head over to scopecreepsolution.com and get your booty in there so that we can have a really rich five-day discussion. We call this our five-day sprint to help you manage your projects, how to set them up, how to deal with change that may actually almost always happens, and what we need to do to prepare ourselves for that. So scope creep is a real thing, and if you're going to identify with anything that we're talking about today, specifically in the realm of project management, you definitely need to be there. So go ahead and join us. Sign up at thescopecreepsolution.com. And I look forward to connecting with you individually that entire week. It is such a powerful, transformative week. We have certified directors of operations who join us every single time we offer this because it is just such a rich training. I look forward to seeing you guys there. All righty, let's dive into episode number 88 today, which is, should you add project management to your title? Project management is a skill set that so many of you that are listening today, you already have it, but do you outright own that title? I know many of you, and I know deeply, like I, I have been around this space for the last two decades, and I know many of you are natural project managers, but since you don't have a formal training or education or maybe even experience using that title, you skip right over it. And today, friends, that is going to end. Here's a little story for you. I'm going to share my experience because I too have been a project manager my entire life, but I never felt like I had the liberty or the strength to call myself that until somebody in corporate had plucked me out of my comfy human resources role and walked me down to my new role in project management. I had massive imposter syndrome because I didn't have the designation that all of my peers had. And let me tell you, ladies, after a few months in that role, which I was completely overwhelmed with, I just, I wanted to get it right so bad. I was outperforming several formally trained project managers, and it all had to do with my natural skill set. 
So I was defeating myself, telling myself I could not be successful. There was no way I was going to be able to continue to grow in this business, whether that was title and compensation or even in praise. There was no way I was going to be able to do that because I didn't have the education and the other trainings that my peers had. So as I reflect back over my life, I have managed my time, my resources, my goals, and people with a lot of ease. It took me a decade into my corporate career before I could see the that connection that I just got through telling you about. So I'm hoping today's episode will shortcut your ability to see your amazing skills for what they actually are. As we begin, I want to emphasize the difference in a project management skill set and a project management profession. And when I say that project management profession, I'm referring to a title. So that is what we call a project manager. If you have this skill set, it's likely that you possess these skills from birth, or at least you can see evidence of them early in your childhood. I think I tell the story quite a bit, but I remember as a young girl, probably between six and eight, making a laundry list of the things that I wanted to accomplish the next day. Now, some of those may have been to get up, brush my teeth, brush my hair. (laughs) I have been a lover of the to-do list for a long time, but I see many trends of this throughout my youth and throughout my school grade years in the leadership positions that I naturally gravitated to. So not only was I great at making lists and managing myself, but that translated into managing people later in life. So this may be the same story and the same experience that you have had, or at least a similar one. If you're a project manager, meaning you've had that title, then you've likely had experience, you may have gotten a certification or a designation or held that title in a work setting like me. It wasn't until I got that title and I performed in that title that I then went on to get designations in there, which I can tell you all today in the space that I am in today, nobody needs to be getting a Six Sigma or a PMP. I get this question all the time. Do I need a PMP to be able to do online business project management? And my answer is no, absolutely not. It's way, way, way too technical for the types of projects that we are going to be working in. But the reason I'm telling you that is I couldn't call myself a project manager. I couldn't own the title until I was actually in that role. So you likely in the roles that you're in today can call yourself a project manager. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I also want to let you know that I've seen lots of people that have the skill set of project management and not leverage that title. And I've also seen plenty who had the title but lacked the skill set. Think about that for a second. So let's talk about what makes a project manager. I want you to listen along. And if you agree with these statements, I am going to formally ask you to consider changing your title to project manager, or at least updating your credentials, your website, your social media. I want you to embrace the fact that this is a title that brings a significant value to your clients, to your customers. If you've got these skills, I want you to show it off. So there are three different areas that make a project manager. One of those is your hard skills. These are your technical skills, and these are mostly learned. And then we've got soft skills that are innate, and they come, most of them come naturally. I think that you can learn and develop some of these to get better and stronger at them over time. But I think that many of you are going to resonate with the soft skills that I'm going to be talking about. And then that third area is 
your traits. So the features of your character, that's how I define a trait. Again, you've got three different areas, your hard skills, your soft skills, and your traits. I'm going to kick us off with the hard skills, but I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time here. And the reason I'm not going to spend a lot of time here is these are skills, these hard skills can be learned. A lot of them are technical and they build off of your soft skills and your traits. So to begin, these hard skills are, do you have the ability to create a project plan? Are you good at identifying things that come with a risk or have dependencies, which means I have to do A before I get to B to successfully complete this task? So that's what risk management looks like. It can also look like identifying when things are getting to be backed up, when there are there potentially could be trouble ahead because other things have come into the plan, which naturally, unfortunately, they do happen in projects. And so being a good risk manager is very, very important. Another hard skill is the ability to forecast and plan. So when I say forecasting, this means that you have the ability to adjust schedules Actually, we could probably call this scheduling, but you have the ability to see ahead when things are starting to get longer and maybe you're missing deadlines or your team is missing deadlines, or maybe you have someone on your team who is not present or goodness gracious, there are so many different things that happen, but do you have the ability to forecast when you're running into danger and then the skill set to be able to adapt the plan to accommodate for that. So forecasting, scheduling, and planning all kind of fall into one bubble. Another hard skill are the technical project management skills. This one is a doozy, and this does require you to actually be technical. I never considered myself a technical person because I think a lot of it was because I told myself I wasn't good at these things, but I'm amazing. You're amazing with developing processes and following processes, which means that we can figure out almost any technology. Can I get a yep, yep in the back? Like I know that there are lots of us who are scared of technology, but when we break it down, it's really following, creating an SOP and following that. So after I got over that, the ability to technically manage projects became so much easier. And I want to let you guys know, when I first started managing projects, I used Gantt charts and waterfalls. That's when we were really learning about agile and lots of those technical terms that you may or may not be familiar with. But as I transitioned out of corporate and into the space that we're in today, All of these project management tools that I have learned, everything from Asana to Trello to ClickUp to Basecamp to Teamwork to Monday to Notion, I mean, we are not short on the technical PM tools that exist, but I have really been able to adapt and get familiar and become at least proficient in every single one of them. And it is critical to be able to navigate and understand and be very proficient and efficient with managing inside of the technical PM tool, you've got to have that hard skill to be able to be an excellent project manager. That's why we see a lot of people in the service industry space who have been technical VAs and who gain confidence in 
creating plans. A lot of this is because of the experience that you get by being on, quote unquote, the backside of business during launches. So technical PM skills are sometimes the very first entry point into becoming familiar with project management. The last hard skill is probably one of the most important, which is task management. And there are so many soft skills attached to task management. But this is essentially the ability to take a project, break it down into a smaller plan, take that plan, break it down into a goal, the goal into a task, task into actions. So I know I rattled that off really quickly, but imagine an upside down triangle or a funnel getting from bigger to smaller. And there's so much that happens at the task management level. It's usually very complex because the people that we're working with who are not managing projects see something very big and easy. And when we hear those big lofty visions, we have to break them down smaller and smaller and smaller so that they actually get done and they're capable of being managed. This is the science of task management. And if people have called you bossy, if people have called you thorough, if people have called you organized, all of those things come down to the fact that you have been an excellent task manager your entire life. To recap, in that hard skills space, creating a project plan, managing your risk, scheduling, forecasting, and planning, understanding how to use the technical project management tool. And then lastly, and probably most importantly, is the ability to manage the task at a very granular level. So I'm not going to expand on any of those any more than I already have, because really these are skills that you can develop over time. If you have been in one launch and maybe you were playing at an independent contractor or an individual contributor role, then you've been able to look and see and and collaborate with the team and kind of watch and see what's going on. If you can expand out of the role that you were in and grow up in greater responsibility, then I want you to consider that these hard skills actually come natural to you. You have them. And if they come natural and you want to expand on them, dive into getting some education. There is so much project management, free project management education out there that I believe that you can flex that muscle enough to really become proficient. And the hard skills are technical, so they can always be expanded upon as long as you complement those hard skills with the soft skills I'm going to spend a little bit more time on today. So soft skills are innate. They're natural. This is how what I call your God-given skill set. This is what you were born with. And I'm going to talk about six of these areas that are critical. If you identify with these, friend, I want you to really up-level the title that you're giving yourself and call it for what it is. Call yourself a project manager. First of all, leadership. This is the backbone to our Director of Operations Certification Program. What I am looking at, there's many things that we're looking at for the people who come into our program or who apply to our program, but one of the most important things I'm looking at is leadership. If you're a great leader, then I know that you're going to be able to sit next to the CEO. Whether you do that in a Director of Operations position or a Project Management position, it's absolutely essential that leadership be a part of your fabric. And yes, I know that I have said that this is an innate skill, but I want you to know that 
I fully believe that you can step further and further and further and continue to press your limits on the amount of leadership that you take on. It's going to be hard for me to take you from zero to 10. It's not hard for me to take you from 10 to 100. But being a good leader, why does a project manager need to be a great leader? Well, you're leading a team. Projects require several tentacles. There's, they're obviously complex. They're multi-phased. They require several hands to get the work done. Because you're leading not only a plan, which needs a leader, you're also managing people that are going to need help and have a trusted resource that they can lean on to. You also don't want to be, when I say leadership, which is highly coupled with the next skill of communication, I want to tell you that as a project manager of a project, the entire team, you're managing both up and down. You've got your stakeholders or your leader, maybe the executives on the top of you. And then you also have this team that has to trust you and you want to be that leader that can lead both up and down. Your job is to lead and inspire others that are involved in the project. The second thing is communication, and I'm going to couple that with interpersonal skills. So this means that you have the ability to understand as well as be understood. Your job is to speak up on behalf of the team. So you're going to definitely need that trait of empathy so that you can understand where people are coming from and then take that strategy, that strategic arm that you have and build it back into the project. So if you love to be the voice of people, you don't mind standing up and speaking out. This is not necessarily controversial. I'm not talking about that, but the ability to have a weekly report, to create that weekly report, if that's something that doesn't like get underneath your skin, I'm going to tell you, you probably have the soft skill of being a project manager. The next thing is teamwork. This is the ability to make your teams work. This is highly coupled with leadership and communication. I want you to ask yourself if you're really in tune and gifted with the ability to read emotions and to monitor the motivations of other people. So when I have led projects, they always have several different types of contributors, right? So we've got people who may be employees, who may be brought on for temporary help. We may have some individual contributors or independent contractors who are all participating in the same goal, which is to execute the project. I have to make sure that I am integrating that diverse web that I just described, but I have to get to know each of them independently because that's what's going to help me to manage. Remember, we talked about that task management. I have to know each person on the individual level so that I can help them to be successful with this project so that the project takes off exactly as we want it to, or at least pretty darn close. So the ability to have an an individual relationship is very key. And then the other thing from a teamwork perspective is to make sure you're casting that vision and that you bring that inclusivity that is going to bring everybody on board. We call this kind of the all-in mentality, where People at various different levels of commitment to this business still feel very bought into the project goal that we're working on. So teamwork is one of those soft skills that I believe is extremely important in owning the project manager title. The fourth thing, resolving conflict. So there are so many tasks 
that go into any project, even if you think it's going to be a light project. It always turns into having 10 times as many tasks as you thought it would and probably a hundred times more than the visionary or your leader thought it would. So because there are so many complexities that happen and dependencies that take place in a project, you're going to inevitably run up against conflict. And that could be caused by people, that could be caused by scope creep, that can be caused by the lack of clarity. There are just so many environmental things that can happen in a project as you're delivering and managing that plan. So are you somebody who knows how to diffuse and resolve that conflict? And I believe that this comes back to, again, that communication. If you have the ability to be bold, to be kind, to speak up when conflict starts to occur, and you can diffuse that, you're coming back to that teamwork soft skill that we just spoke about. Along with that conflict piece is negotiation. You may have to get into a negotiating space throughout the course of the project. So if you don't mind speaking up and dealing with conflict, the negotiation is probably also going to come easy too. When I say negotiation, think about scope creep. Maybe you had planned that the creative component or independent contractor was going to be working 10 hours on this project. And as it has played out, the scope has changed and really you need a lot more assets than you originally had planned for. So now we need that person to give us 40 hours. Now, what if that person doesn't have 40 hours? Now we've got a conflict that we need to resolve. If you're one of those people that is flexible, who can come in there and can help the team, the leader, the independent contractor that I just described to help them see how we can solve that problem without it being just a big meltdown, then I think you've got a great soft skill of project management. The next is prioritization. And prioritization is big. This is your ability to know the right thing to do and at the right time. I believe that the majority of this soft skill really comes in your ability to be strategic. So you might need to do some upwards coaching with the team or with your leader or the sponsor to help them understand why this task or project or piece of the project needs to be higher, more highly prioritized than other things. So I'm reverting back to my corporate days, but I remember that one of our slogans was on time and under budget. (laughs) That was a really big thing. And a lot of that comes back to prioritization. So if you've got this muscle, if you've got the ability to be strategic and help somebody prioritize through your communication skills, through your leadership, then consider calling yourself a project manager. The last thing is organization. And this is almost one of those not, this is one of those non-negotiables. And I think you already have this. You would not be able to be a business owner. You would not be able to be a great contributor to other people's businesses if you didn't have the skill of organization. Now, this is a soft skill. Remember, it's innate. You can probably think back to being organized throughout the entire course of your life. But you have the ability to bring order to chaos. You like to sort things out and you like to stay on top of things. If that is you, I want you to call yourself or consider calling yourself a project manager. To recap the soft skills, and these are the things I want you to finally tune in on because I believe that you were wired with these from the beginning. Leadership, communication, teamwork, resolving conflict, and initiating negotiation, 
prioritization and organization. I listed six things out there. If you feel like you've got those, I want you to come into the Ops Insiders Facebook group. Go to theopsinsiders.com and drop a number. So I just told you we have six different soft skills. Tell me how many of those you have. Obviously, we're going to put a number from one to six. So join us in theopsinsiders.com. When you come in there, look for the thread for episode number 88 and let us know because I bet we've got a lot more project managers than, than what is currently represented. So, all right, moving right along to traits. And remember, these are the characteristics that you have. I'm going to run through these pretty quickly because they don't need a lot of explanation. But first of all, individuality. So you need to be able to know your team specifically and know how they worked. We talked about this with the management piece in the soft skill space. Engaged, you want to make sure you're keeping people in the loop. That's a critical part of project management. The curiosity. Curiosity is what is going to be needed to help you in so many different aspects. But one of those that's really critical is in the creating of the project plan. So staying curious, asking really deep questions without necessarily wanting to control what the answer is going to be. So curiosity is key. Detail-oriented, you've got to be optimistic. And I know this sounds kind of strange, but optimism is one of those things that's going to take you really far in this space because there are going to be lots of windy roads. There's very rarely, actually never, is there a straight line to the beginning and the end of a project. So staying optimistic is a trait that will serve you well. Encouraging because you've got all of these teammates. And remember, you're managing up and you're managing down. So being an encourager is going to be amazing. Having empathy for the situation and for the people, again, decisive. Ask yourself if you are decisive. I believe that once you get some of these hard skills and soft skills together and you start performing, using both of those together to perform this function, being decisive is a product of that. And then obviously a people person for all the reasons I've been talking about today. And then are you someone who has the trait of being able to simplify something and break it down. I know that all project plans are really, really, they can be cumbersome. There's a lot of minutia that comes into a project plan. So are you somebody who can take that big vision with lots of minutia, with lots of different tentacles and pull it down into a way that you can you can simplify it in a way that you can communicate it to your team. And this goes all the way through providing reports throughout the project. And simplification is just a real big gift. So I hope that this was helpful. I'm going to go back to the beginning really quick. Remember, we've got three different areas. We've got hard skills, soft skills, and your traits, your character traits. I want you to, again, come to theopsinsiders.com. Let us know about the soft skills that you have. If you possess many of those six that we have listed, I want you to really consider giving yourself a promotion. (laughs) Give yourself a title change. And Since we've been talking all about projects today, I would be remiss if I didn't remind you again to come on over to thescopecreepsolution.com. That is where we are going to spend five days in a five-day sprint talking all about project management. 
We're specifically going to zero in on how to defeat scope creep in your projects. This is going to be designed specifically for people who are using these project management skills. You may not have the title yet. You may not have given yourself the title, but by the end of this week, I bet you're going to feel a lot more confident about it. Go ahead, jump on over to thescopecreepsolution.com, and I look forward to seeing you guys very, very soon, spending a good in-depth week, getting to know you, and also getting to know a lot more about how to handle scope creep and projects. Thanks so much for being here, friends, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.